I don't know if people know. This is legit in a basement. It's not an expression. Go into the doctor. Hey, uh, we are actually in a basement right now. I know people don't don't believe us, but it is true. The way my house is set up, it's kind of dug into a hill. If I were to just walk. Through the wall. Through the wall, 12 feet that way, I would be at my at the sidewalk, sidewalk yeah. level. Right. So I don't, it's not as basement-y. If I had to, I could bust out of here and I believe it's out. a daylight basement. Isn't that what that's called? Hmm. I don't know. Oh. I like it because my front door, you have to go up like some steps to get to. So you get tired of those steps though? No, but I think it uh, thwarts robbers. That's true. They robbers. are very lazy. Robbers are first lazy. Are you ever at home and you're like, like oh, if, I forgot my phone charger in the car, and you're like, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's too far. That's uh, it's too far. Yeah. No, I need. That's a necessity. Okay. What if it's oh, like I'm gone? I'm turning around. My wallet's gone. Psh, don't have a wallet. Well, that's day. yeah, absolutely. If you forget your fucking phone, like it, it's over. Like I uh, need my ID to get into work. Mm-hmm. I have to, there's a guard shack I go through. Like, who are you? We've never seen you before. And I, another another guy in brown walking in there. Another dirty brown. How many employees are in the uh, Portland area? A few hundred. Yeah? I mean, between all the shifts and everything, everybody working in the building. You reckon 500? Probably more. I mean, there's a few buildings in the Portland area, so maybe, maybe more. But surely that. Dude knows you, right? Yeah. Yeah. They know me. And but it's like it's still procedure. I, but they have a camera that looks to see that they look into my bag and at my ID. So like, Oh, you get kind of searched? I mean, I show them my ID and I always have my bag open and like to look in. What bag? My lunch bag. Oh. Lunch. It's like a, you know. Full of red vines. This bag full of like with a little plastic liner keeps my drinks cold and of course, yes. a couple ice packs in there yeah your applesauce but there's a secret there's a lid on top it zips closed there's a lid on top and then on top of the lid there's a pocket uh-huh yeah sure so they never search that pocket i could be sn- sneaking guns in in that pocket because i walk in with my lunchbox open oh and the pocket is flipped over and you can't see that there's extra storage. Sneaking in guns. I'm sneaking guns in there. Is that? No, I'm not. What are they trying to control? Just explosives or, you know, like don't bring a gun to work and shoot everyone kind of thing? They had a couple incidences. Oh, Talk yeah. about going postal. Oh, yeah. There was, maybe UPS is just better at covering it up because there was like some folks, I think it was like supervisor that got fired and walked into a building and shot Came back, his yeah. manager and some other stuff. Not in Portland, but. My wife was just talking to a new hire and he asked, he goes, hey, I have a concealed carry. Can I bring my gun to work? And she was like, uh, no. How about you leave your, your firearms at home? I don't know. It's kind of a crazy rule. But do you really need a handgun while you're at work? All I'm saying is, uh-huh. 
if this guy... God, if I had a gun, I'd shoot you right now. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, if this guy wasn't allowed to have a gun and he secretly brought his gun in and they don't have... Like, I walked through a metal detector. Oh, you do? To get in the building. I had no idea. I think it's mostly for threat for theft of That's stuff. That's what I... Yeah, yeah I kind of think that. But, do they search you on the way out? On the way in and out. Out makes a lot of sense. But also... But like, oh, me, these iPads, iPads fell in my pocket. Oops. But for me... Uh, I leave the building. I could just go stash, take something and stash it and then pick it up later. But uh, the guys. That's a good plan. Cut this out. <laughs> uh, Bobby, don't listen to this. But the guy, muffs, Bobby. But the guys that are in the building and like, you know, might oh, pilfer a package and put it in their pocket and then they would beep on the way out. What if it's not metal? You can only steal in soft stuff. Yeah. What, what's the most valuable? Like a Beanie Baby collection? Non, yeah, probably Beanie Babies. Uh, a Princess Die Beanie Baby? Whew, it's fucking worth its weight in gold. Yeah. There was a story that I heard way, way in the way back. Uh-huh. Uh, they used to retor- return the expired expired quarters <laughs> to the mint, like uh, whatever they're worn out, and they'd send them back uh-huh. in 40-pound cubes to get be destroyed be destroyed and i mean we've all seen quarters that are just they're on their last just leg. so, so they're, smooth they're, they're, they're so thin you can barely see that <laughs> they're barely washington. a quarter anymore yeah. washington you on that too yeah probably you got the quarter and the i know we can move the, over georgie dollar hey man make room for somebody hey, else why don't we put martha on one of them yeah right serious women first uh no they get the 78 cent Bitcoin. <laughs> so, uh, so that's an amazing joke. Very so good. these guys would <laughs> do, like load up these forty-pound boxes of quarters and like new, going into the Chicago trailer or wherever, and then one guy, you know, he would just slit it open, grab a couple handfuls, fill his pocket, and then work the rest of the day. Yeah, a pocket full of quarters. No, no one can tell. With like I don't know, fifty bucks worth of quarters in his pockets. But he was walking out one day and like tripped, and like two quarters. Oh my blew quarters! Out, ding, ding, ding. Like right up to the manager of the building, and they're like, "Hey, what's that?" And apparently, he had been just stealing, stealing fifty quarters of quarters a day for who knows how long. Man, that guy never paid for laundry. <laughs> Do it all his life. <laughs> He loved pinball. <laughs> yeah, feed his pinball addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ever steal from work? Not your current job, but um, in the past? No. No. I took a can of air, compressed air, from work to spray out my computer. Well, that's just like... Feel kind of bad about it. Yeah. For... No. 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 They're like eight bucks. They're stealing my time. Oh, I steal time like crazy. They're stealing my life away from me. My whatever. Anyways, I got that. uh, The contract went through. Remember we talked about the possible strike at UPS? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Contract went through. That was a formality, though. Uh, It happened. Uh Uh-huh. Got myself a sweet 275 raise. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That uh, Does that cover inflation percentage-wise? Inflation's 8% or something. We'll have to call an economist. No, probably not. Let's but, call cause. He'll, but with my wife working, oh, dude, after freaking, ten years of not working, oh, and you're so uh, fucking rich right I'm now. I'm just like, hey, man, 
Hey. It's all gravy. Hey, man. I was uh, I was talking to my family on Zoom. Hot tub next to my house. <laughs> Double hot tub. Yeah. My, one, I was that's, talk- one that's at 102 degrees. So when 104 is too hot, I sit in that 102, but I can easily get back to 104. Right. And you're like, brr, freeze. Let <laughs> me jump back in 104. I was talking to my family tonight, and my oldest brother was talking about his daughter, who's 24 or so, getting an apartment in Corvallis, which. In her defense, is a college town, so there's a lot of demand for apartments. But she's renting a, it's like a just under 600 square foot single bedroom apartment. What do you reckon the rent is? In Corvallis? Yeah. It's by the school, so it is, you know, high demand. $1,400? Yeah, $1,500. For a one person, she's... All by herself? Uh, and her boyfriend. Okay. So. She's living in sin and paying. Of course, yes. And, and uh, yeah, uh, paying for it. 115 <clears throat> She was, you know. $1,500. Yeah. Whew. That is, uh, yeah. That's a, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a substantial payment. What, yeah, what I think. Of and my mom's like, did she sign a lease? Or hopefully she didn't sign a lease. <laughs> my brother's like, uh, yeah, she's in there for a year. You don't, there's no choice oh boomers month to month boomers what the fuck that's so expensive actually i'm like fifteen hundred dollars that's is what per- i'd expect for portland that's a good deal yeah i i know like in corvallis that because it's pretty you know it's relatively rural but you know next to the college you're paying portland prices in the country yep anyway it's a nightmare yeah what are you going to do? Anyway. Uh, eventually, I was listening to this. Uh, I think I've just become a communist. I don't know exactly what that means, but I'm heading there. Sounds good. They call me a commie. I'm, I'm cool with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I heard this thing, these people, they're like, they're 700,000 uh, homeless people in, in America. Yeah, it makes sense. And there are 16 million vacant buildings yeah um tanya has a we were talking the other day about that and she's like there should be a law against that against buildings being vacant for multiple years and i can't remember i need to look this up i think it was some european city or country they were like we're having a problem with homelessness i think it was amsterdam we just have all these people on the streets and they go all right let's enact a new law where Buildings cannot remain vacant for more than two or three years. And it like really helped with that problem. I was just reading about uh, a lot on like 6th and Cooch here on the east side. That's been vacant for like 44 years. Just a vacant lot. Yeah. And it's worth $70 million or whatever. It's just rich people holding on to this as a a line uh, item uh-huh. on their whatever their yep how much their net worth is like I got this spot yeah it's uh-huh. worth seventy million dollars just sitting there just chilling my boss has told me this story so nobody gets in on that empty lot and plays there no kids can play in that grass no well it's actually just full of people like strung out on fentanyl yeah because uh, that there's a methadone clinic right around the corner there anyway my boss tells me the story about um the company he worked for FEI which makes the microscopes that I use. 
They've now since been bought by a bigger conglomerate called Thermo Fisher. Thermo Fisher Scientific. Brett will appreciate this. Anyway, the old they it's it's a company that started in Hillsboro and got big and like moved out of their original building to like a bigger campus and now they've been bought out. But the original building was empty for years. And my boss knew a guy who wanted to rent that building. And he goes like, hey, I used to work here. I know you guys have grown out of this old building. I'd like to rent it for my small business. And they said, we can't rent it to you unless you pay like the market rate or else the property's value is diminished. Oh, and because it's oh. an asset held by like a big, you know, whatever. Oh, that makes perfect sense. And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with makes perfect capitalism? Sense. Yeah, makes perfect <laughs> sense. I'm sorry, we can't rent it for less because then we would have to admit that this this property, not, yeah, this asset has lost value and it, it fucks with the stock market or something. And uh, so like, we don't want, your money yeah we can't take we can't take some amount of money for an empty building because then it will diminish this asset mm -hmm. i was like oh cool yay capitalism like portland <clears throat> used to be cool i mean it's still all right it's mm. still cool uh it used to be cool because you know some fucking weirdo artist artist yeah. could get a sweet studio and pay 300 bucks a month make all this crazy art in there yeah, and have cool things to look at and cool things to do. And then, then it, Portland became popular because of all these cool people doing cool stuff here. And now they've raised the right, the rates rent so much that those people can no longer afford and they've gone elsewhere. Well, I mean, that's kind of the fundamental driving force of capitalism is like, Every aspect of our culture needs to generate income, and that's I mean very effective for some things, but also it becomes soulless in a lot of other ways. And uh, yeah, it drives out native people. It drives out more than anything uh, minorities, like the old North Portland, the you know black neighborhood. After Vanport, everyone got shuffled down to North Portland, like North Vancouver, all up in there, North Mississippi was a traditionally black neighborhood, low income, and then gentrification came in and fucking pushed all those people out. And if you ever drive up that city or up that part of the city, it's just like way fucking hip, hippie, trendster, uh, hipster, trendy kind of shit. And you're like, hooray. Yay. Yay. All the people who grew up here had to move away because it was so fucking expensive. Anyway, this is a huge hey, bummer. Let's talk hey, about other dumb out, shit. Where they move out to. Okay, and, uh, you know, like a lot of these homeless-y-looking white trash folks on the on the corners with their RVs, those people used to be able to afford a place for oh, yeah. 700 bucks. Yeah. Their four buddies could scrape together the money to live in a sh real dumpy yeah, shitty a house a flop house and just just do all the it out to eight dudes inside that house all you want now you gotta do them out and on now the you're just like yeah yeah do it out on the street now i mean it's fun now because the weather's nice yeah but coming come winter time dude winter is coming and they smell worse when it's wet ah yeah yeah have you uh have you winterized the house have no. you cleaned the gutters 
put everything inside that needs to come inside. Not yet. Oh, is that what you're doing? That's what I've been working on. Um, it rained the other day. Winter's coming. And I was like, fuck, I got to get in gear. Because we got all this shit in the yard. I got a fucking couch on the... And I was like, all right, let's fucking get this shit inside. I don't want to be scrambling the day it's raining. I've done that so many times where it's like pouring rain. I'm out there scooping needles out of the out of the gutter. <laughs> so that first rain really kicked me into gear. And it worked out well on uh, Labor Day on Monday. I, I was cleaning up all this shit. I was like, hey, is the uh, dump open on Labor Day? It sure is. So I loaded up my uh, deck couch. I'm no longer a white trash couch owner. And your favorite daughter. Because she I, loves going to the dump with you. She does. Special but treat. I was like, lady, I got no room for you this time. It's a fucking full house. I sit on the, the couch back there. <laughs> Just rolling around as I'm driving. And uh, I actually went to the dump twice on Labor Day. And dumped a ton of shit. Actually... Right around 2,000 pounds of wow. stuff. Yeah. Got rid of that couch. Just bags. It was the remainder of my basement demo demolition. All that stuff was what I, my, my mode or what I do is I fill up a contractor garbage bag with, uh, you know, wood or drywall or whatever. Uh -huh. I smash it up into small pieces, put it in a garbage bag, and then I tie it up and I put it outside. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be shitty when it's raining. To be picking up these wet bags full of water. Better get this done now. So I had just a bunch of black contractor bags and a couch. They ask and, you uh, uh, at the dump? They ask you what's inside those bags? The so, guys, I'm telling you, dude. Nothing. If you have a minivan, the the interrogators don't give two shits about you. I was like, oh, yeah, I got a fucking couch and a bunch of asbestos. And he's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. No big deal. All in there. Yeah, have a good time. I was behind a guy in line with a bunch of roofing in the back of his oh, truck. Oh, they hate roofing. And I was like, I wonder if this guy knows. Like, you got to get it tested right. for lead or asbestos or whatever. Right. So, sure enough, he pulled up to the interrogators and they're like, "What's? do you got your, your slip for all this? And he's like, what are you talking about? It's fucking roofing. Imagine you just demoed your roof, yeah. thought you could bring it to the dump, and they're like, nope. Nope. Turn around. Get out of here. Really? They yeah. ran, they chase them yeah. off? Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, really nervous when I go through there. I'm like, please don't open yeah. up any of these bags. But, uh, man, I got to tell you, there's nothing more cathartic as a home-owning home middle-aged man than going to the dump. And just getting rid of all this, all your worries, just fucking uh, gone. Weird. I cleared I it, it out. I've been, uh, and I started filling back up. I don't know where more I, trash. I know it shows up immediately. It after does. You go. Uh, I actually put a garbage bag outside my garage today. I uh, well, that that ties into. You ever go dump them in the bushes out front front of your house? I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I no, I'm just. Trying to keep it to dirt and maybe some concrete. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the concrete I throw deeper into the blackberries and then cover it with dirt so it doesn't count. Um, it, it, it ties into what I was doing today. My my hot tub has been shipped, whatever that means. It's happening. And so I was like, I got to get this fucking garage in tip-top shape for the, for the hot tub. 
So I'm in there like busting down old shelves and cabinets and throwing away this and that. And I got all this junk. I'm going through my tool chest. I'm like, buh, 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 fucking. Fill yeah. them. And I filled up another trash bag. And uh, actually, I filled up two. One's in my car to dump at work. And then the other one is sitting outside ready to go. Yeah. Because, uh, yep, once there's a void, a trash void, trash just appears. Hey, uh, I got a question for you, John. Yes, sir. You ever been to, uh, I know you have. And you'll find out why. Have you ever been to the Cascade Athletic Club? And in- Indeed, I have. You know why? I know. Do you want to know a secret? Your wife spoiled this story for me. Fuck. For you. Upstairs. But continue. Because Jamie... Oh, I'm going to cut that out. Because Jamie uh-huh. was looking this place up, and she sees a picture of the swimming pool. Yeah. And it says John Mitchell <gasps> took this picture. What? Yeah. Can you believe it was you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I always post my photos on uh, Google Photos if if it you know like prompts me. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, how was the blah blah blah? And do you want to post some photos? I never post photos of my children, but I will now purposely take like pictures of the area just so I can post them on Google Photos because I get uh, Google points or something. Yeah, and I'm like, there's like a rank or something. Is this, um, is this story accurate? Because then I, I then I said, oh, yeah, he does it all the time. I do. I, and I said, man, there's there's one picture he took that he shared on Google. It's got hundreds of thousands. Oh, of it does. On it. Uh, well, and I was like, right now. I was like, I don't know if I just made this up, heard nope. it somewhere. No, nope, not at all. Or if it's really true. All right. So uh, let's see. See all photos. If I go to Google Maps. And I sort the photos that I have posted by most viewed. Inside of the Google bins I posted four years ago has half a million views. Um, outside of the Ohana Hawaiian Cafe, it has over half a million. The Oregon Coast Aquarium. Uh, make you feel good. Costco. Does it make you park. feel real good that people are seeing those pictures? It's, Is I it find it TikTok? very strange. Is it your TikTok? It is my TikTok. How many yeah. followers do you have? I don't really want to know. I don't know what, if I have followers. Who's got, where you're going next? I'm a local guide level seven. Okay. And I have eight hundred or eight thousand seven hundred fifty-one points. Was oh, I have seven it? followers. Weird. Wow. Jerry. Jerry's following <laughs> my wife. Uh, D. Winsonat, Connor Cox, Kevin Hoffman, the Q. Fruit. They really like the pictures you take. Mikhail, yeah, that's weird. I don't follow anyone. Who are these fucking dorks? So we went out there uh, for my niece's third birthday. Uh, sweet, Lincoln? Sweet little Lincoln. Yeah. My brother-in-law. Uh, Pete? The fir- their first COVID baby. 2020. Ba- yeah, you mentioned- back and they had a second COVID baby that slipped under the radar for me. They should. I keep tabs on your entire family. I have a very complicated, you know, red yarn. That uh, family tree yep. is missing a Phelps who's only a year and a half now. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, we went to this, uh, it's. Is Phelps a boy or a girl? Boy. Boy. We figured out they all have last names for first names. Right. Smith, that is Lincoln, and Phelps. Correct. And. That's a cool thing. What cool folks are doing these days, right? Joseph Smith, Michael Phelps, and uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, there we go. Got, got all three of them. Wow. And uh, 
Yeah, it was a fun, fun little place. I thought I'd never been there before, but I way back. Oh, you had an ancient memory resurface. I had an ancient memory come back from 19-year-old Brooks mm-hmm. working at UPS, working night shift. Uh-huh. And this was back when they would do cool stuff like, hey, we're going to have a night shift party Saturday night at the Cascade Athletics Club. That's fucking far away, dude. Yeah. That's that's Gresham. That's yeah. actual Gresham. But apparently, I mean, maybe a manager lived out there and could get us in for a deal you know, or whatever. My- Because it can- the whole place was open. Yeah. Like we were playing dodgeball. There was swimming. There was all this play stuff going on for these adults to run around and have fun on a Saturday night. Apparently, that's a thing that they do there. And my my sister, Lindsay Pascas, super fan Lindsay, she had her senior all-night party in high school there. Mm. So it's like a thing they do. They like rent it out for events. Yeah. After, probably after. After hours, yeah. Started at nine o'clock. Exactly. And- uh this was probably one of the last times I played dodgeball. Adult dodgeball. Adult dodgeball. And it was like, you know, I get I get hyped up. I get hyped up. Well, you got a imagine, lot of potential. Imagine 19-year-old me. <laughs> yeah. Shoulders, you know, were running at 85%. Oh, man. You could fucking throw a yeah, ball. I could throw. Like, I threw a football today, and I'm like, okay. Ouch. I'm like... I got to hold back because if I go full, there's a chance that something rips. Mm, like I yeah. just, I've I've lowered the level of <laughs> strength when it comes to you know throwing stuff anymore. I remember when I was like 27, we were hitting apples with a baseball bat, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, I fucked up my like I hurt myself swinging a bat." Yeah, that was one of the first times I be I started becoming an old man. But I beamed this dude right like this other 20 year old. Yeah, fuck that guy. Dude, right in the face <laughs> that I worked with, and he wore glasses, and I didn't wear glasses at this point. <laughs> yeah. just exploded his glasses. Amazing. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> that counts. And then he uh, spent the rest of the night trying to fix his glasses. He's like, I uh, can't see or drive home. I Thank you. You've home really ruined my day. Uh, yeah. Are you, when you're, when you're dodgeballing? Are you a light on your feet kind of thing, kind of guy? Or are you a, I'm a hold a ball, defend myself? I'm a light on my feet. Okay. I'm always trying to catch the balls. I'm dodging. Oh, really? I'm you're, dodging. I'm you're catching. You're a ball catcher. Because if I catch it, they get out, right? Of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty good. Pretty let's, just say, uh, let's just say I probably could, if you put me out with a bunch of 12-year-olds, I'd be in for a while. You'd be dominating. But with seventeen-year-olds, I'd be in the I'd be in for a while, but there'd be like a young up-and-comer trying to show his place in the world. Yeah, would be I feel like an me. athletic seventeen-year-old is essentially unstoppable. Yeah, at, at dodgeball, I'm a I'm too. Uh, You're the ball holder and the bounce. The yeah, I can't catch a ball. Oh, I, I'm a lineman. Oh, I can. It's catch. in my blood. I'm a slap ball down push person yeah so if i get a ball i'm good you can slap them away oh boy i'm gonna be blocking them balls but i cannot catch a ball that's too hard let's get out there man yeah let's join a dodge adult dodgeball league and uh maybe i will we should go on the road dodgeballing there should get be back. a movie about that they should be a funny movie. movie about that yeah with uh, a wrench 
Nah, that's too that's too uh, violent, man. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's a nice park. And the reason I took photos there, my son was taking. He was in the daycare not too far away, and they were doing swim lessons there. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I would go there. He was in daycare. June was still, uh, I think, home with me. I would go there and hang out while my son was, you know, sort of swimming. Yeah, if you want to look me up on uh, Google Maps, I'm a pretty big deal. We got an email. Super family. Hey, hey, remember 100 great questions? Yeah, I do. Or whatever, uh, number it worked out to be yeah this it was 99 that. wasn't it did he skip Joe, one home? Nah, yeah, yeah yeah like fucked up a number i think thanks like number 13 was unlucky where i still have them somewhere uh this isn't that oh this new segment should should you choose to accept it is called prompt for five to ten minute talk about planets space space stations and ships, alien life, etc. Go wild. Right. Uh, make shit up. Hook and stick for hook and stick for <laughs> life. So if you want to send in some prompts for us, uh, send those into basementbuddiespod at gmail.com. And uh, we'll uh, John will put them on the list. <laughs> should we put them? Should we get all these prompts as they come emailing in? The flood of Oh, inbox. of course, yeah. Make sure the, the font is like size 16 font. And space it out when you're making your email. Yep. All cut them out. We'll put them into like one of these wooden bowls over here. Oh. And then oh, I'll have a special jingle that we play. And then you reach into this bowl and pull it out. Do, 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 do. Okay. Okay. What was the prompt? Sorry. I was uh, looking this at This is papers. just an idea. This is just- Spaceships? Space stations. Uh-huh. Good Pumps. fun. Good times. Uh, What do you think, John? I know you hate space. I don't hate. Well, okay. Yeah, I kind of hate space. But I think space stations are cool. Let's build a uh, fucking uh, space ladder. Let's get on that, scientists. Yeah, why Why haven't we made a space ladder? Uh, I last a... time they tried building, it was like uh, in Babel. Uh-huh, were, yeah. Like everybody came together. Yeah, and space, started building, they were like building space ladder, space ladder. Like let's get this ladder up to space. They were like halfway there. They were halfway there. But God, Zeus? God, God got real, real mad. Wait, who shoots the lightning? Zeus. Zeus doesn't Zeus? exist. How dare you? Oh, he's fucking ridiculous. Man in, man in and he was like, that's... Lightning. <laughs> he shoots lightning, but also Zeus does. So like, also like Thor? So the whole world came together to build this tower of yeah. Babel. Yep. And God got real mad because they almost made it up to heaven. I know. He's like, fuck, he's like, too you're close, guys. close. What I'm going to do is smash that uh, tower down, and then I'm going to make it so you guys all have different languages now, so you can't communicate. God, and, you know, I haven't thought about that in a long time. And That's the s- dumbest shit out of the Bible. And then I'm going to so spread stupid. you around. No, nope, this is, it explains it, man. <laughs> it explains it, man. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Now that Google Translate came out or whatever. They built a real big tower. They almost God got mad about it and changed our languages. He he gave them all individual languages and said you can no longer communicate with each other Uh, until the internet. Wait, 
until the internet comes along. <laughs> Some guy fixes that problem. I have to come up with something new to to fuck with you guys. And like you know, I'll have to a couple light- thousand years, you guys will be in trouble. I'll have to lightning strike those uh, those towers or whatever those internet towers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's five G. Yep, G stands for God. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, uh, anyway. Yeah, ladder up to space so you could just get up there real quick. Yeah, the problem is we don't have like. The, what do you do when you're up there? Just like a nice view? Well, there's like cool shit you can do in like low gravity. You, you know, jump you around. Do, yeah, like fun experiments. Look at me, John. I'm doing a backflip. Wee. Uh, yeah, it, it'd just be fun. And uh, it makes basically one of the problems with satellites is it's very expensive to get. I think it's like $10,000 for a pound to get into orbit. And if you had a space elevator, it'd be like $100 for a pound to get into orbit ascent or you know whatever so basically it would just be for more satellites more junk up in orbit just elon yeah throwing them one satellite in each arm climbing a ladder having a good time just like almost up there and he just gets up where the gravity gets real low and he just lets them loose and then at, at that point you know building shit on the moon isn't completely unreasonable Maybe pitching a few more dozen robots out to Mars would be worth our time. But, you know, getting out of the gravity well of Earth is is hard. Uh, a space elevator, space elevator would be much easier. But as of now, like the, the strength you would need for like a cable that would act as a elevator is it, it was like beyond our ability to make. At a like a, a grand scale, we need more alien help. Like uh, the last time, yeah, those pyramids worked out great. Yeah, we couldn't have done those pyramids without those aliens. We needed their help at the I time. Know. That yeah. was what we were going for. They probably should have asked for something cooler than that. You know, well, it was just a landing pad for their spaceships to come and mount on. Oh shit! The bottom of their spaceships are like it. Yeah, inverse pyramid, on. and they just sit on top of the pyramids. Okay. And, um, I mean, that's what Stargate taught us. You ever watch that movie? I, I, I didn't. I'm, oh, you missed that one? I missed ah, it. Dang. I missed it. Hey, John, that's hang on. Hang hey. on, Knight's back in, back in effect. Oh, back full swing. Your... So, last night, I mean, I can't get enough of driving to your house. Last night, I drove to your house, and you provided burritos. Yeah. And entertainment for my children. I tricked you uh, by saying there would be scalloped potatoes. I got your mouth That's watering. That's true. That was part of the email or the uh, text chain. And then the night, the day came, and I was like, "What goes with scalloped potatoes? Burritos." And then I was, and then I think Jamie said something about burritos, and I was like, "But, but scalloped potatoes don't go with burritos." Ah, fuck it, no scalloped potatoes. <laughs> uh, I will say, I completely forgot about scalloped potatoes because those burritos were damn tasty. Mm-hmm. And we took a page out of your guys' book, hmm. cooked the stuff ahead of time, yeah. put it in the oven to stay warm, and then when it was dinner time, so then I got to hang out. And oh, is that my book? I think that's what I've- I know that's Tanya's that. thing. Yeah, well- She wants all food to be done before anyone shows Your up. book and Tanya's book. Yeah, it's mostly we shared wife. the same book. Okay. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, so then we, we got to hang out, have fun while the party's going on. At one point, I stepped in, pulled everything out of the oven, and got the- you Go, hey, burritos are on, everyone. Everybody head on in. Burritos. 
the great thing about burritos, I mean, there's many great things about burritos, but you're in charge of how delicious it is. Yeah. So you're like, well, I'm not going to fuck this up. I know what I like. Boop, 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 boop. Here we go. And uh, you know what? My burrito was excellent. Yeah. That uh, your your wife makes a chipotle sauce, mm-hmm. which we've now started calling Jamie sauce. Everybody, everyone loves all Jamie calling sauce. Ja- calling it Jamie sauce for that. Jamie sauce is something special. She doesn't make it as much as she used to, but we had it on our eggs this morning. Hell yeah! And then leftover burritos tonight. Hell yeah! More Jamie sauce. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to get that Jamie sauce back into the in rotation. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's good very good. Yeah, put on everything. You said you squeeze it out of her in the morning? Squeeze it out. Yeah, enough for like a hangout night. I squeeze it out for like (laughs) six days (laughs) leading up. And then we add the chipotle and then blend it all in. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the secret sauce. I see. It's the Jamie's juices. The Jamie's juices. Yeah, I I had a a wonderful time. It was, you know, it's, it's late summer, early fall, whatever. The weather's really nice. The kids are all playing. We're all just sitting out in your backyard, drinking, eating, having a good time. And, uh, yeah, it was wonderful. And your boy, uh, Andy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he found his best friend. Well, your how son's. Many, how many months ago was that? When, that was a long time ago. It's like six months ago. He Probably. came over and found a Charizard stuffy. Yeah. This is an authentic Pokemon, you know, official Charizard stuffy. I think he got it from his grandma, and it was. I think she's paid like forty bucks. You're right. This is like not that. some cheap bullshit knockoff. And uh, boy, my son found it again and was like, "I'm taking this home." <laughs> and I was wrapping up. You know, it was, it was like, time for us to go. Here it is. I found it. I've been missing this guy. Uh, I, I I put all the kids in the van. I w- I will say it was so fun. All of my children were upset as hell to leave and uh anyway andy was in the van and i had some spare time i was like okay andy can i have the charizard back can i take it back and he's like no and i was like can we leave it it's not ours and he's like crying in tears i was like okay so we did the same thing we did last time we took it home he played with it all night but with most of the day and when he wasn't looking i snatched it or well tanya snatched it and uh, so I could sneak it back here. And he'll come over next time and And he'll probably it. take it he'll again. just look for Like, he's like, I'm going to find that. Thing. Uh, these fucking this kids. time, if he was smart. I wish they would don't say anything about it. Easier. You know? Kids with memories, it's difficult. Yeah. What's that? A memory? Huh? What? What happened? Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Be yeah. better at uh, thievery, Andy. <laughs> take this thing. Put it in your diaper bag. Does he still have a diaper bag? No. Put it in your mom's purse. Good. Yeah. She's got a large purse from the or, uh, Portland leather go- That's goods. That's right. Yep. And uh, once it gets home, take it, hide it. Hide it under your bed. Only go sneak and talk to it. Never let anybody <laughs> no, know you yeah. have it. He's not quite that crafty, but I hope someday soon. Someday he'll work his way up to it. Yeah. But um, how, how do you guys feel about the, the event? Good. Yeah. Nice seeing everybody. Kids are like they're just getting older and older and it can God, they're take so, care of themselves. Yeah, and they're so grown. And uh, like we only have a few young ones. I was just sitting chatting with Hannah, Cos and Kirsten's daughter, who's mm-hmm. kindergarten now. 
she's uh, in a preschool in the daycare. But she's just like talking like a real old per like a person, like just talking about yeah. stuff. Uh, <laughs> she's like, it's doing pretty good. I mean, I was talking to Jim today, <laughs> and she was like, no. Which is like the phase Hannah's gone through right now. I was like, I don't know if you should be hanging out with this Cosmo girl. Oh. Because uh, you're picking up some bad habits from that Hannah. She's a bad influence. Yeah. Huh? That so. sweet little Hannah. Sorry, Kirsten. My, my girls can't hang out with anymore. Yeah. Kirsten's rubbing off on her daughter. <laughs> yeah, that might she be She loves it. Taylor Swift also. She does. She's a big Swifty. But, uh... Yeah, it was it was wonderful. It and was nice like, to see everyone. And the two boys that are older and are in middle school, they're like checking out stuff on computers and playing games together and like yeah. not fighting like they used to when they were six and seven. And yeah, and the like, you know uh, all chatting. the eight nine year olds were death death match fighting in the trampoline. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, it wore out my oldest. He slept like a log last night. He was pretty fucking tired. <laughs> and you he know that Daniel? He loves my hot tub He so does much. love you, Dan. He does. Of course, right as you're leaving, I want to get in that hot tub again. I'm like. Yeah, he was he was upset about that. What? Why can't I get in the hot tub? Well, it, it's hard. And I've, I've talked about this before, but my oldest is nine and my youngest is, he's almost four. Getting them both on the same wavelength is challenging. Owen would stay till 10 o'clock, but Andy's like, I want to go home at 8 o'clock. So there was some, you know, compromise, and the kids were upset with each other, but whatever. Well, so get in the fucking van. Get time van. to go. I went and saw a comedy show. Oh, yeah. On Tuesday night. You talked about it last week, right? Uh, who's the guy? His name's Matt Reif, and he's... Mostly TikTok famous. I guess he'd been in comedy for a few years, but he, he really blew up on TikTok. And uh, my wife and I went down to the old Helium. On a Wednesday. It's like middle of the week. Yeah, middle of the week. I tickets. thought it was a Tuesday. Was it Whatever. Tuesday? Whatever. He, um, <clears throat> his shit has like sold out like crazy. Tanya barely got in like before he blew up huge. And uh, it's, like, impossible to get tickets for him. Next time he'll be in Portland next year is, like, at the Schnitz. And you're paying 300 bucks a ticket or some shit. But, um, yeah, we got in at the Helium. I think there was, like, $30 tickets or whatever. Comedy is still pretty cheap to go see. Music? Fucking forget about it, right? But, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. We were hanging out there. They really jammed us in like star sardines because it's you know a sold out show middle of the week which was weird and uh it was about i actually did the math because uh, i could sit and count the men that were there mm -hmm. and then looked up the uh, occupancy of helium and it was about 80 percent women so that's a big draw of the uh matt rife Oh, because he's a handsome he's a, fella. He's a hunky. He's a hunky uh, dude. Like, uh, I learned there's like the population. It's like more than 50. It 50 seems like women. Yeah, there's a lot of women. It's like more than if a like quarter. advertising like aimed towards these people. That's like a lot of a lot of a dollars. Lot of dollars. Yeah. 
and um, then like men will just do whatever uh yeah i looked around and i was like oh yeah this is a bunch of pussy whip kid of uh, men and you looked at yourself and you're like yeah it's like yeah check this check out check out like I went and saw. I looked around. I saw a bunch of cucks. I was like, "Yeah, hey, hey, hey hello, fellow cuck." He's like, "Hello, sir. Would you like to fuck my wife?" I was like, "Sorry, hey man, I'm also. I'm a looking cuck. for somebody to fuck my wife. Will you fuck my wife?" He's like, "No, fuck man, I'm a cuck as well." God damn. Wish there were some alphas around here. Nope, sorry, not at that show. <laughs> not at that show. Nope. Except for Matt Rife, maybe. He has a girlfriend. Okay. Which he had to tell us. All right. He had important. to put that out there early. Or else she'd be pissed. Mm -hmm. I looked on his Wikipedia because I was like, how old's this kid? He's like 27 or some shit. He dated, um, oh, fuck, what's her name? She's the vampire lady, Underworld, Kate Beckinsale. So she's like 45, which is, I mean, good for her. And, and she's a smoke show. I was like, that's kind of, that's kind of fucking weird. That's a big age gap. What was the, what's he, how old's he? 27. 27 to 45. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how old she is, but, but yeah. Kate. She's like that, my age. I think she can date a 27 year old until she's 80. I Yeah. I mean, she's fucking hot, but I don't know. <laughs> it seems a little predatory. Okay. Uh, anyway, so it was good comedy. He had some good bits, you know. He does a lot of crowd work, mm -hmm. which is, uh, which is fun. Did, were you ready to yell things out? I was literally back against the wall. Okay. And I was like, perfect. I don't want to talk to this comedian. Oh, and by, <laughs> speaking of helium, on the walls, they have their old uh, schedules. And I was standing next to one. It's like 2011. And on that, the, the schedule of comedians was Todd Glass. I was like, hey, we saw him. We're going to. I mean, he's been on. He's been on tour for, what, 20 years? I want to see Todd Glass when he comes back again. Yeah, because yeah. your buddy's with him. We're good friends now. Yeah, that's cool. It's like, yeah, it's working out for Todd Glass. He's still coming to- Still grinding. St he's on that grind, man. Uh, but I, I figured out, I, I think I figured out, part of what Matt Reif is about is he's kind of a hot, I mean, he is hot. He's a hot bully. He's a little bit mean. He's kind of picks on chicks, but he like jokes. So it's okay. And I think that's part of his appeal. He's, he's nagging them? He's a little bit nagging them. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, okay, all right, I get this. All right. And he's out there, he's making jokes, like jerking off into socks and stuff. And girls are like, ah, ha, ha, ha. he's like giving a little away, giving a little bit of like male secrets away. Saying if... If you and I were more attractive, we could be, we can. Oh, 100%. His jokes would not work at all if he was an ugly, weird guy. <laughs> but he's very handsome. So it's like, oh, he can make these kind of jokes. And he's like a little bit, just a touch mean to women. And they're like, oh, he's like a popular guy, but, he, but he's cool. He's telling me these these man secrets and he's funny. So he doesn't really mean it. I'm like, oh, okay, I get this shit. Okay. The first guy, his opener, was, you know, he's he's similar in humor, right? They they tour together, so they're kind of in the same realm. He is not handsome. His shit was fucking terrible. <sighs> it was just like, nobody's laughing. Be handsomer. Yeah. And I was like, man, if you were handsome, your jokes would land. 
but being an ugly kind of, he's balding, and you're like, boo, oh, he you sucks. You can't be mean when you're balding, I'm With like sorry. a sexy 27-year-old guy, you're like, with big arm muscles, you're like, okay, all right, this oh, works. Okay. It was, well, it was very striking, yep. So anyway, Matt Rives, very funny, very successful. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He was a little bit canceled on TikTok because he was talking about how he has to work harder to be funny because he's handsome. I don't know if you saw any backlash on that. Mm, I don't. And I was like, uh, I don't know, man. Wait a minute. It's it's just a different game for you if you're really good looking. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's not like you have to be funnier. And being funny is a really strange thing. It's about timing. It's about content. For me, as a 41-year-old, watching a 27-year-old, like, tell me about life is kind of weird. I'm like, okay, well, have you really been around that long? He made a joke about um, the word retarded. He was like, we should bring it back. Oh, he's trying to bring it back. See, he's that's trying to bring it back. Of, uh, that's, that's only a thing a handsome guy can say because I'm saying exactly. we're done with it. I know where I am. Last week, we had 30 <laughs> minutes where we're like, we're done with the R word. This handsome guy's like, let's say retarded. And he said it a bunch. Well, not a bunch, but he said it many times in his show. And he goes, it was such a good word that there was a song about it by the Black Eyed Peas. That's when it's flipped. In 2005. Or This guy who was. And I did the math. I go, wait a minute. You were born in 1997. So we were eight years old. He goes, it was a great word. You know, we used it. We were in the club. Fucking let's get retarded. Blah, 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 dancing in the club. This eight-year-old? I go, no, you weren't. <laughs> I mean, I remember when that happened. I was an adult. I had the you album. You were not. I had the album, listened to that song, and then it came the out. The radio edit. The radio out. edit, let's get it It started. Uh, yeah. And that was when I knew. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. They changed it's, up this, yeah, and it over. became, let's get it started. Right. And there was people that only listened to it on the radio and then bought the CD and were like, what? Whoa, what? That's not a cool word. Yeah, and that apparently you got canceled. She got canceled. No, no. What's Remember when she it? pissed her pants? No, good times. Look it up. Anyway, our arrives fine. And uh, live comedy is great. I like going to see comedy. Every time we go, especially at Helium, uh -huh. I like getting the tickets that are like ten bucks more, but you don't have to wait in line. You just walk in. Oh, we didn't wait in line. Oh, you didn't? No, it wasn't bad at all. We showed up like a half hour early. It's a sign. General admission, though. But they have general admission and then like we didn't have a sign, no. A sign general admission where it's ten bucks more and Oh, no, yeah, we didn't do that. And so he the guy, like the usher or whatever, was like, I'm just gonna stuff you wherever I can. And the seats were, you know, jammed in the back. It, that place was fucking stuffed. They could not put more people in there. They could not put put more women in there. We got an email. Super, Super fan Andy. Candy and cats. Gentlemen. Impossible bonus cafe. guests. Attached is a picture of Candy at the cat cafe. Aww. Cuddling cat siblings. Peaches and schnapps. Oh, fun. All the cats are adorable, but unfortunately, Mandy is allergic and Brandy hates animals. What? His so wife hates animals? So Candy and I cool. will I'm... remain catless. 
Do you think she loves cats because they're forbidden? I bet, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of with Brandy, though. Having animals for pets is bullshit. Yeah, is that like a thing you do? Like, you don't forbid, like, drug use and, uh, <laughs> like, having premarital sex. No, that's fine. You forbid, like, stuff like, oh, you better not fucking clean your room. And then it's like, fuck you, mom, I'm cleaning my oh, room. Oh, reverse psychology. Yeah, a little yeah. reverse. Uh, makes sense. No cat. Nobody will love cats in my house. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm loving cats so much, so hard. Have you ever had one of those weekends where it feels like you worked all the time and uh-huh. didn't accomplish anything. Uh, yeah. It's me. Hi. Hi. I'm the, the problem. problem. It's me. Also, I'm having trouble sleeping. Been awake since 3.30 this morning. Oh, Andy, that's old man's disease, my friend. Love Andy. And uh, I don't know, the photo doesn't... It's a sideways, one of those sideways photos, but oh, there's okay. this uh, kid with a cat tie dye, nice tie dye shirt with two little cats. Oh, nice. The cat cafe looks Which like which one's uh, peach? Which one's snap? I mean, you got to look close, but that's one's definitely peaches right there. Oh, yeah. Looks like they also have uh hot uh chocolate milk for sale at this cat cafe. Some milk, some uh chocolate milk. Milk. I had a lunch lady as a elementary school child. Name peaches. I don't know why. Peaches, 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 peaches. peaches. I love you. Nice to hear from Andy again. Hope all is, all is well. Yeah. But, uh, you know what everybody's been waiting for? What? We got another email. <gasps> Holy shit. Superfan Brett. Brett, 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 Brett. I don't know. Uh, I had to do some, some like magic with this the email came through it was a picture uh-huh of uh brett standing next to one of those giant sequoia trees but like a rotted one so mm-hmm. it was all hollow and probably 30 feet across right giant trees and then all the text was white so i had to select nothing copy it and then move it to notes I whoa think, i think he sent this as like like a test? A test to see if my spy self uh, could Interesting. figure it out. But I figured it out. Good job. Hello, basement buddies. Labor Day weekend snuck up on me this year, but I knew I wanted to go somewhere beautiful and in nature. So I packed up last minute and headed to Sequoia National Forest. There wasn't any camping sites available, so I slept in my Subaru Outback and helped, and hiked around the jaw-dropping Sierra Nevadas. I did a 12-mile alpine hike that featured sheer cliffs, side side trails right out of Middle Earth, snowpack, and a freezing cold lake at the top of which I took a short, bone-chilling dip in. I also spent the entire day hiking through the sequoia grove and saw the largest tree by volume in the world named General Sherman. Did you know that the largest, tallest, and oldest tree in the world are in California? They are the Sequoia. I saw a 380-foot redwood and a 4,800-year-old Bristol cone pine. Oh, he saw the 
Those super old trees. Brooks's friend, Brent. Motherfucker. I'll win him back one day. When, like, people first made, I was listening to this podcast talk, mm-hmm. when they first made it across the country to California and they were seeing these massive. They're like, what the fuck? Massive trees. And then, like, sending back, like, hey, there's fucking giant trees. Right. 400 foot trees. They didn't believe them. Right. They thought it was like Sasquatch or like any other made up thing. That makes sense. Or, and then like they cut down, I forgot what World's Fair it was, like the 1860s. Mm, let's say Chicago. They cut down one of these trees chunk by chunk and shipped it back and oh, cool. reassembled it over there. And people were like, that's fucking fake. That's fake as shit. You just made this. Like fake and gay, fake tree, fake, fake, <laughs> and no man, it was real. Wow! And it took like six months to cut down this tree, and oh, or some yeah. crazy. And they lot. killed like forty Chinamen. Yeah, doing it took it. so many Chinamen to, <laughs> to get blood that tree of, loaded up. Blood of immigrants. But uh, I've never. Should I go I've never check been out down those there. trees? No, I've never been. I feel I feel like a sixteen-year-old angsty Brooks, kind of lazy. Uh, went with his family. Oh, you did. And then I was. They were like, hey, "Let's go there. see these giant trees." Uh, and I was like, "I'm gonna wait in the car. You just uh, be back here. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna play Game Boy. Play some Game Boy Advance. I don't give a shit about your fucking trees. I've seen one tree, seen another. You know, imagine it's great. Well, definitely as you age, like natural beauty becomes m- much more appealing. Because your beauty's completely gone. Yeah, it's over. Hey. Yeah. And uh, look at that tree. Wow. There's Brett. There's Brett. I'm zooming in on Brett. Whoa, that tree big. Okay, there's like, if Brett, he's standing in the middle of this tree. It's like more than 10 Bretts tall. He's standing in the middle. 10 Bretts could stand side, shoulder to shoulder uh-huh. and go all the way over. And then, oh, that's even bigger on that side. Whoa. And then like, and then like 20 Bretts. This tree is... Well, there's two trees. That, that's a 30-bret wide tree. Hey, wow. S- standing tall, so like he's Amazing. only like two feet wide. You think them Bretts would fuck each other? I bet they would. Right in, Brett. Let us know. I bet they would. For sure. Hey, I got to pee. Being that handsome. Before we go... Yes, sir. Saved it for the end. I know. But my Aunt Jude passed away. Yeah. Cross over that. Rainbow Bridge. Cross over that Rainbow Bridge. I. It's pretty sad. She was a big deal wanna, in your life, right? She was probably my favorite aunt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I spent a lot of time with her. She had a newspaper out when I was in my teens, and you know Sundays like the the big newspaper, and they had the inserts. So she would pay me ten bucks to, to put all the inserts in. To spend. Like, I'd go over there, hang out with my cousin Saturday night. We'd probably stay up until 3 a.m. Were your uh, fingers black from the newspaper ink? Yep. We'd load up all those newspapers. I'd drive around with her and whip newspapers out and then uh, hang out. I didn't know she lived around here with you guys. She lived in Vancouver, Washington. I think she moved up there when I was six or whatever. She lived close by Portland. But then, uh, yeah, so I was always hanging out with her. And she was a real special lady. Yeah. I talked to her. I mean, I've talked to her on the phone all the time. How old was she? 
68, I think, 67, 68. But she's been, had a lot of health issues for probably 40 years. Really? And has made it this far, and COVID finally took her out. It was COVID? Really? Wow. But still, it was like, like apparently, uh, like I said, saw her in the hospital. She was just, you know, talking like crazy and- Cursing. Like when I, she would take to eat, she took off the mask and she would still talk and for a little bit, but then she had to put the mask back on. So it was like, uh, yeah, it's pretty sad for me. Yeah. And that's, that's hard. And yeah, good lady. And she'll be very missed. Yeah. By me. And, and your mom, I'm sure. And my mom. I went over and saw my mom this morning and she's like, you know, siblings, they fought still, yeah. like they've had some issues over the time, but she went up there and saw her and like, you know, got over it together as right. she's dying and saw her. Oh, really? They went. were on bad terms? Well, like didn't yeah. really like talking to each other. My aunt would complain. My, my aunt would complain about my mom to me and I would just like ignore it. <laughs> I would just like, she would start saying something. I'd be like, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not my mom, so. Uh, yeah, we don't need to talk out of about it. that uh, or whatever. Yeah, a few months ago, my my mom's oldest brother, who's quite a bit older than her, he passed away down in uh, Coos Bay. And it's like, all right, well, you know, the march of time is starting to come for our parents, which uh, you know, it's good. Uh, it's a good times, part of life, mm-hmm. right? So uh, my mom's the baby. So it was like the oldest of the family, but you know, it's, it's, it's coming down. She's in her seventies. He was in his eighties, mid eighties. And, uh, yeah, 68, you said, or sixties. So. That's, that's a bit young. So she was a wild, she was a wild gal. Yeah. My mom was told me a story. I don't know. I, she told me earlier today, they both ran off. They grew up, it was a rough childhood for their dad was like real abusive and like other folks. My mom ran off to San Francisco when she was like 16. Sure. And then my aunt Jude followed like a year or two later when she was 16. Oh, really? And she was down there hip like- With your mom? Like not living with her, but like in the same circles Mm -hmm. around. And she was like, yeah, like there was one time your aunt- like, well, she was doing crazy stuff. She was selling drugs. She was selling, like, somebody gave her a bunch of drugs to sell to some biker gang. Right. And this biker gang was known for some, like, not for cheap drugs. Okay. So she delivered the, the drugs, didn't get the money, and then was like, we got to get that money. She talks to my mom. She says, let's go. These are like 17, 18-year-old like old, 18-year-old and a 17 Girls. or 16-year-old. Yeah. Hey, come with me. And she's like, okay. So I got in the car, drive to this biker gang hangout. Mm-hmm. She's like, wait in the car. I'm going to go in and get the money. This, yeah, 16, 17-year-old. Jesus. And a while goes by. And somebody comes out and was like, hey, we need you to come inside also. 
and my aunt's in there. It's like, you shouldn't have come inside. <laughs> They're going to, like, kill us right now. Yeah. And some she talked her way out of it, and somehow one of, the bike, one of the bikers was like, hey, I'm going to shoot you up with this dose of drugs, and if you can leave, said this to my aunt, if you can leave, you can go and live. Wow. And she's like, yeah. So she shot her up with Whoa. something. Right. The biker, and she just gets up, and her and my mom left, and she's like, to my mom, you're going to have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's and fucking crazy. She passed out on the way home, and they got back and whatever, and she lived through this and was like, okay, I'm not going to... And then like sell drugs anymore. Sell drugs anymore. That was very, yeah. That's scary as shit. But it was the sixties, you know. Oh yeah, it was fine. No one ever got hurt in the sixties. Yeah, everything was fine. They were, uh, you know. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I mean, rest in power. Yeah, she's. She'll always be, you know, with me. Yeah. Did you? I mean, that's eh, part of living. Mm -hmm. And it, I can't uh, smell a newspaper without like thinking about her. Getting a little motion sickness and and uh, feeling like I got to throw up. Did uh, how's that chair doing? You can keep that. I finished the rocking chair. Good. I'm probably just gonna put it out for free out of the corner. I don't have no no use for it. Give it to one of our kids. Nah, that's not that great of a rocking chair. <laughs> there, yeah, great. I know. She gave you an impossible like, task. Hey, here's this rotten chair. Fix it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't trust myself sitting in this chair after I've fixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of okay. But uh, that being said, hey, have a, have a joyous week, everybody. Thanks, Brooks. What a bummer. Thank you for ending on a downer. I had to say it now, so. No, I know. I'm sorry, brother. I love you. I hope you feel better. Love you, John. Thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget those prompts. You want to send her those prompts. Yeah, what do you think about space stations? Cannibalism? Good? Bad? We'll put it in the. We'll put it in that wooden bowl. We'll pull them out and figure it out over the next uh, so many years. Someday. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.